had like the little fucking I don't have my dab tool. I don't have really like even most of my dab shit. I just have that one little rig and nah, I can't even really use it. I gotta fucking use that shit like a fucking crackhead and like hit like just the fucking uh, like nectar collector or not nectar collector hit just the fucking little drip catcher there's uh, i'm not a dab guy but there's nothing wrong with just like living for weeks off of just res hitting a ball yeah i mean yeah i've done it that's why I'm a, <laughs> i mean that's always that's a big reason why i'm still a bowl guy you know yeah. because like you can like be a roach or a blunt guy and then you can go like you know dig through the ashtray and find yeah i'm not with that it's way easier to just like you can either scrape the bowl or just light it directly in the bowl oh through, yeah I mean, through you, the can always, you can always find something in hit bowl. the shotgun you yeah know? No, there will always be something there for you to like if you can't see completely through that hole yeah there's something there, <laughs> there's something in there for you you can get high off a of memory i don't know how old it's going to be but <laughs> it might be real dirty feeling but you can definitely fucking do it yeah oh i have uh not really seen much pride month stuff going on which i think maybe it's because of the uh just the state of the world <laughs> and yeah, that, everything that's happening but um i i'm not even gonna lie i just haven't been paying that much attention the closest thing pride related that i saw was uh the donald rochester uh protest that happened today at 4 p.m um <clears throat> donald rochester was killed by bpd in february i want to say it's a gay man like yeah rest in power um like very like visibly like you would know this person was gay when you met them you know what i mean yeah, yeah like yeah. a good representative of yeah. that demographic of people mm -hmm. and yeah was killed by police so um his family has been just kind of putting in work to good for them yeah. i mean it sounds heart-wrenching and heart oh yeah and I, but it's like the thing is is like that if if that happened to you it would be that but also everything else that follows would also be just as natural you know what i yeah. mean like it was not nah, yeah the people he obviously had people that cared about him and he was a member and a representative out of the community so they're gonna show out for him and that's, that's you know what they've been doing is just kind of organizing um standing at city hall and you know just kind of doing the whole protest thing stand there be loud say his name yeah all that that's good i was talking about that like when um the george floyd stuff was like fresh you know yeah because it's like i can't imagine being put in that position where like you are close you know uh relationship wise or like family wise so a person that's like immediately killed by police yeah by someone who gets fucking just like killed by the cops and then you're just like well i guess a huge part of my life now is now like advocacy towards like the injustices done upon this person that i love and i feel like a lot of uh, good-natured people like people who aren't like politically inclined people who aren't really like you know into like social this or political that would just kind of like rise to that occasion where it's like well i mean i guess i'm an activist now because you know i don't I mean? think that necessarily follows only because and this was just my perspective my experience and how i remember the situation because it's so long ago and i lost touch with i never so to just throw it out there i knew justin fisher justin fisher was a, a white boy that got killed by police mm -hmm. back in uh 2005 i want to say is either 2000 yeah it was 2005 mm -hmm. they killed by police in 2005 um he was i think on the way to prom or something and had a episode mental health episode oh, and uh, yeah. his parents called the police and it was some weird fuckery where like there was beanbag shotguns or some shit like that that they could have used but whoops grabbed the wrong one no the that unit wasn't in yet like it was too, that like those people hadn't clocked in yet like the people that yeah. knew how to use that shit i guess mm -hmm. so there were just regular cops with glocks on the spot and fucking mag dumped them yeah i guess uh from what i was told and this could be wrong it probably is but what i was told is that he had scissors in his hand or something like that and was like i'm gonna go hug my mom and they were like all right bet you gotta put the scissors down first though and they were like chill out we're we got this he's calming down it's cool mm -hmm. and they were still 
it was hog time. You know what I'm saying? You let the hogs out. Yeah. And he didn't drop his scissors, so they mag dumped him. And mind you, his family is all like his whole family is there. Yeah. So of course the logical follows where they're handcuffing his family and have his family handcuffed face down. As you would do. Watching their son bleed out and brother yeah. bleed out in the middle of the street. Yeah. So he fucking died, but I don't think that what necessarily logically follows is um uh, um like <clears throat> uh antagonism towards the system that was the word i was looking for sorry mm-hmm. um because i think that can turn into like just like how we have the reform conversation and how a lot of conservatives that will even talk about uvalde and like remotely human terms it's just like individual failings and we need to continue to give the cops more money for more training and more vetting so better people like and the cops can be even even more militaristic you know what i mean i do know what you mean i don't think that um like activism or or any of that stuff uh necessarily means like antagonism towards the system in the minds of some of those who are like getting involved who aren't you know like radically minded like rad libs well yes but also just like honestly like fucking normies yeah you know because i'm just like trying to think because i've had this conversation like the the i've definitely seen hella normies refer to themselves as activists and it's like your heart is in the right place but like you are kind of like you're building your castle on sand Mm -hmm. so to say you know oh yeah i mean i'm even just talking about like normal people who wouldn't even identify as like an activist but it's like yeah, my brother had a mental health episode and got shot by the cops. And so now, like, you know, I show up to these things and I hang out, like, oh, yeah, for my brother. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's more what I was, like, thinking of, like, that's true. With the person who, who had that rally today in their honor. And then, but, like, more actively, like, when you look at, like, some of, like, the Sandy Hook stuff and you look at, like, the George Floyd stuff and you look at, like, the Freddie Gray, the, the I could go on for fucking days of all the people who were killed due to, like, injustices in our system. But I think that, like, some of those people who get involved aren't doing it out of, like, any radical political, like, yeah. inclination. Like, that they would recognize they're just doing it as, like, yo, this fucked up thing happened to my my brother, my friend, my sister, my exactly. mom. And I yeah. don't want this to happen to anybody else. Exactly. And I'll tell my story and I'll be around and I'm here to support. But I don't think they view it as, like, the revolutionary act that people who are more politically Like literate, abolitionism. Would, yeah, exactly. It's like what we talked about, like... Um, when, I guess when, that's more so what I meant is that yeah, it's, it's no, not necessarily yeah but yeah for for sure like it can become just like just get we'll sue these specific cops and yeah. get them the fuck out of there or whatever and then mm-hmm. that's the end of it and those people I guess can still be activists because they were out there doing shit for a specific cause yeah like technically they're activists but I wouldn't and low think key they won you know what yeah. I mean like they accomplished what they set out there to achieve you know like I you know like if I mean, I guess like mad is like isn't the best example because like the organizers are definitely like politically like motivated. Mothers against drunk, dri- drunk driving. Yeah. But like, I definitely know like anecdotal examples of like people whose like family members were like affected by drunk driving, like died or like were maimed or oh, you yeah. know hospitalized Likewise, and stuff. Yeah. And then they would show up to like city council, like you know town meetings and stuff, and like they would never consider themselves to be like an activist or to be whatever. But they would show up and be like, "Hey, my name's blah blah blah." Like two years ago, my son was fucking killed on his way to prom by a drunk driver like this shit sucks like i don't right. want anyone else to go through this shit so like can we change something please yeah you let's know what make I mean? some shit happen yeah. like you guys are all talking about theoreticals but like that was my son you know right. what i mean and so like it's it's always powerful when when there are these like demonstrations and these things happening um but i i, I always just like try and put myself in that situation because i'm selfish i guess and be like i can't imagine if like my partner or like one of my family members like was killed by a cop or like was like you know like fucking like gay bashed to death or something right i was gonna say like if one of my homies just got straight mag dumped like pappied up by the police in front of me i'd probably just be like damn where the bolsheviks oh no no one should ever fuck with farmers i read this crazy article about how ai is like learning how to be racist it's rock and roll bitch it's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Complete nonsense. Nonsense. Angela!
one. That's a good first one. That was good. Buddy. That was really good. <laughs> I was trying to. I was figuring out a setup. <laughs> no, that was good. I'm proud of you, bud. Um. <laughs> all right. So I don't know. There's a lot of things that we can talk about. And this is a no weed episode, so we'll actually be talking about things instead of just right. getting, <laughs> getting. This is this is a res hit episode. Yeah, this so. is a re- it I, might start slow, but it'll clean up. Yeah, I'll go get the I'll go get the bowl in a minute. <laughs> we can take some res hits. That's fine. Um, I mean, honestly, we haven't had like a normal non-interview episode like since Uvalde. Yeah, you know, we we had brought that up I think last week, mm-hmm. um, but like we haven't really like because we didn't pod that whole week. I don't Mm-mm. think, yeah. We had like the two interviews back to back. I didn't and that stream was, that whole week either. Yeah. So, like, a lot of shit popped off. And I mean, at this point, like, there is absolutely no point in us going over what happened and all that stuff. Like, I'm always down to make fun of cops and, like, we can point out their, like, uselessness. Yeah. And the only reason I even bring them up now is because, like, what, that's the most deadly school shooting since Sandy Hook? Was it really? Point? I don't don't quote it, it. It holds some honorific similar to that, if not. I that could imagine. Exactly. Like I'm not doubting it. I'm just uh, I'm. I mean, it's got the hot. reason why because it's that's honestly kind of shocking. Like I figured they would, that it, shit like that would be more common, or I figured like nah, it's, it's, been worse it's than normally that real fucking small. Like, and I'm not downplaying any of the oh, shit yeah, that yeah, happens, yeah. but I mean, like, right. there's over 20 bodies on. Oh damn, damn! He really clapped like twenty kids. No, it was like wasn't it like eighteen kids and three adults? It or was twenty four like people in total. Yeah. I think I remember seeing right. So it's like that's over twenty. Like most of like the school shootings that happen, like unfortunately, like and and all of it's fucked. Right. But normally it's like you know one two three four five before they either blow their brains out or the cops actually come in because right. You know yeah, that's just such a the wild good guys with guns are closer. I guess <laughs> it's because right. they all have resource officers and the doors aren't locked. Facts. Dude, that's honestly like the only thing I really want to bring up about Uvalde is all like the like not even what about isms, but like the pivoting that like I have heard conservatives from the entire like conservative and right wing spectrum like giving in order to make it so like it's not their fault ideologically, meaning that like and and like I don't like the lib shaming and the woke shaming that is kind of just like happening across the internet and just like in America. In general, where it's like, oh, you're pro-gun, like, you're culpable, this is your fault, whatever. Oh, yeah, that you shit's know? ridiculous. It's whack as fuck. I actually got into kind of a heated argument. Not really heated, but, like, I came across as dismissive, and I didn't mean to, in an argument recently. It happens. About that, but uh, what were you saying? Sorry. Nothing. It's just that, like... Um, yeah, because uh, that's, where, that's where I was coming from, where it was like... Because, you, I mean, you know the vibes with me, and I feel like you have a similar feel on it and most people of our political leaning do, but I got into a really, I think we should probably point out how we feel about, I guess I, I would say, I guess I'm pro gun because this gets into uh, what I ended up like, why this became a thing with the shout out to Aston Mac TV. If you're not following Aston Mac TV on Twitch, if you're a Twitcher, you should probably do that. But um, then you're a punk bitch, <laughs> but we got into kind of a back and forth because, um, like I completely understood his position where he was looking at it purely from a, a numbers perspective of like gun control policies and these types of legislations and things reduce uh, gun violence and gun deaths overall, which includes black people. Right. I would hope so. Right. Yeah. But that's one of the, if you were trying to make an argument for why these types of things should be done, oh yeah, the yeah, logical yeah. conclusion will be that, oh, because it would, this has been demonstrated to reduce yeah. the number of gun violence, deaths and injuries due to like firearms, whatever in the black community. Cool. Cool. But it's just like, for me, that's not really like, cause I straight, I flatly said like, I don't care. And I feel like, <laughs> I mean, it was a, like the way that I said it and like remembering it in the moment, I was just like, nah, I don't care. But I feel <laughs> like he meant like, or I, he felt like I didn't care about what he was saying. Or I didn't, oh, I care. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, it got kind of heated, that but gets slippery, but yeah. But, um, I was talking about somebody uh, I was talking about this afterwards with another friend from that same conversation who like helped me to more like adequately articulate the set, the feeling that I had, which is that like, 
the implications like i don't disagree with that premise at all if it reduces gun deaths that's cool but the implications behind doing what would need to be done to to accomplish that are like i would consider to be more harmful than doing nothing at all you know what i mean yeah i could see that from a purely utilitarian perspective but also not fam like my man Karl Marx said under no pretext. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> he meant that shit. And no, I heard it. And I definitely agree with that. I mean, like the way I stand, and it's it's very fun to try and like articulate this in a way that like conservatives don't think that you're like some second amendment weirdo while also like oh yeah libs don't think that you know what i mean like the gun nuts are like gun culture is so fucking there's also weird a big difference toxic. between like gun people and like second amendment people like there's so many yeah, different right, flavors of yeah. like gun guys it gets like real ruby rigs real quick especially you know? when you get into the 3d printing like firearm community oh, God, not that yeah. i do that but just like yeah if you what, did like in, the if youtube you did in minecraft right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I've like read, i've read a lot of articles yeah but no like 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 watching that shit on like YouTube and like Instagram and shit, like it seemed like they come of in a variety of fucking. Oh flavors. yeah, no, there's that's one thing that I, I I think that people who like exist in like the American mainstream political dichotomy don't really understand is that like there is a multitude of gun people. Yeah, it's not just like redneck don't tread on me flag guys. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, there are a million sure. different groups and subgroups and sub subgroups of people who have guns like guns or just recognize the necessity of having a firearm you know and so like where i'm at like i grew up around responsible gun owners never thought guns were like a thing they're a fucking tool you know what i mean right but, like, same you know and so like that personally that's yeah, my, my parents whole, didn't own guns or anything but my like dad was like a big hunter guy like i don't know if i've said it my dad like has always worn a gun for work like he was oh, a fucking wow. well he like he park did, ranger or something no he did um he refilled atms oh shit oh yeah, yeah. i got that's mad, i got crazy stories about it but also he was like a hunter guy he used to like be like a like a gun salesman like a legal gun runner dude when he was like young like he just like, a like had ffl I don't know what that means. Oh, uh, it's like the firearms license thing. Yeah. All I know is that when he was young, and also my dad's old. My dad's like 80 old. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, so all I know is that like back in the day, he had a job where he worked for like a gun shop or a gun company in like DC or some shit. And then that's wild. They would like sell guns to like, you know, like shops like in Pennsylvania and Maryland and Virginia. So he would just like, you know, drive a fucking truck with a bunch of fucking rifles in the back and had like the paper, you know what I mean? He was just, yeah. he's always been like a gun guy, right? But my entire family, like I have family up like in the UP, like they're not Michigan militia, but they're like that type of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like real, like under no pretext, but like right wing guys, they're chill, oh, yeah. but they're very much like, you know, the right to bear arms 100%. But it's like, I have like cousins and nieces and nephews who are like five, six, who could probably shoot better than like any, a grown adult that we know. That doesn't surprise me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like six year olds getting their first fucking buck style. Like that's my family up there. I'm a terrible shot by the way, but it's like, (laughs) I am, I don't have steady hands, but like, I'm a pretty decent shot. I'm fucking terrible. I need to go to range soon. But, um, no, the way I feel about guns is like, I would love for like guns like domestically owned guns to not be a thing. That sounds fucking great, but it's unrealistic. Yeah. And my whole stance is like the citizenry needs to be as armed as the police and as the military, just first and foremost. Oh yeah. So if you want to start talking about taking away citizens guns, then we need to start talking about taking away the guns of the police. Oh fuck. Yeah. 100%. Those two conversations happen in tandem for sure. You know, and like, that's like my baseline conversation of gun control is until like you demilitarize the cops, you're not going to demilitarize the citizens. Like end of discussion there. That's why this conversation, whenever people try to have this conversation with me, I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah, because that's you're not being re- like you have to approach this realistic. And one of those things will never happen. Period. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you one can't I mean? happen without the other in my mind. Right. Yeah. You so know? it's like just, you just like you just can't. It's like because you have to tell people that like the only way you could ever even get me to remotely consider any of the stuff that you're saying as more beneficial than what because that because here's the other thing right is like how do you enforce that. Because you can't do it state to state because we're already doing that. And that's why the shit's fucked in the first place, right? It's like federalism doesn't fucking work. Yeah. So you have to do it federally. So what are you doing? 
you're if you're banning something, you're making it illegal to possess. And you're creating a black market. Which and then- well, <laughs> no, which means you're making this that thing is a felony. So literally, yeah. if someone is doing it and you're you're threatening to charge, that's the deterrent to prevent people from possessing that thing. You're going to have to follow up on that at some point, which means you're taking people's voting rights away. Yep. You're taking people's firearm possession rights away mm-hmm. forever. Like that's what I'm saying. Like all the implications behind because we but are also know, like within that, like the, like making it illegal, like you're taking away their ability to have a good job, which takes away all their like, quality too, of the life. HOA. you're taking away their fucking, uh, their like ability to fucking are, travel. Like, right. Yeah. People don't realize that felonies, like it's not legal slavery, but it's real cool. Like you they, are. Oh, I mean, it's, it's not you're just cuddled, you're cuddled by the state. You are state property. Yeah. You are state property. No, one of my best felon. friends caught a felony at fucking like 22. And he can't fucking leave the country. He can't do fucking anything. Like my he's, boy Mike Bingman just got his felony reversed. Yeah, which is unheard. I mean, he's obvious. I don't have to say it. He is. Yeah. But like, it was. It's just. It was crazy because we like celebrated it and shit. But I was just thinking, like, damn, like my man's life is really gonna be completely fucking. Yeah, because you were legally now. like a third class citizen. Yeah, and people are into that. Like, people get horny for that shit. Like. People lock them up far away in the key where it's like, okay, love crime and punishment. Yeah. Well, like, and it's like, okay, even if this person did their prison sentence, they did their time and now they got to that live. That's like, the whole point of that's a, an eternal fucking shame and squalor. Yeah, but like, that's like a fun argument or not even argument conversation that I will have with people who talk about like convict stuff where it's like, isn't the whole point of like the carceral system, like at face value, like we all know that it's legal slavery. It's punishment. Yeah. It's, yeah well, yeah, it's slavery. It's, it's legal slavery and it's punishment. But the and way it, that it's, it's conceived of when we're yeah. not even trying to talk about it as that is, as just punishment. Yeah. But like, it's supposed to be on paper. Like the, like the fucking neolibs say like, Oh, it's like a rehabilitation. It's a rehabilitation mm-hmm. thing. It's a, it's a way of like reformation. It's a way of getting bad people off the street. You know, but then it's like, okay, well, isn't part of this supposed to be that, like, when you let them out, the whole point is that, like, they're supposed to be better and reintegrate and, and, and into they, society and they, they did their punishment. Of the, yeah. Yeah. They, they've served their time. Like, they literally have served their time. They're doing their punishment. So now, like, the slate is clean. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. Like, no, you're, oh, like no. you still have the fucking scarlet letter on your chest. Exactly. You're still a pox, yep. which fucking is, like, whack as shit. And so it's like, you know, like on the last episode, like not to go off on a tangent, but like we were no, like no. kind of talking flippantly about like Pride Month and like how it's like kind of fucking whack that America sucks so bad that we have to like have a month to recognize that gay people are chill because right. they're so regularly treated not chill that oh fuck yeah you know what I mean Stonewall, like, and also yeah. like it's gotten the Christmas treatment where like Pride is so devolved from like what it actually originally meant like it's just like a corporate thing the same way Christmas isn't about like Jesus stuff it's about getting presents and you know what I mean true the only like the only leeway I give there is that like all of no matter what social movement you're trying to do like if for it has to be at least child friendly because there's going to be kids into that shit. Oh yeah. And like children are like the biggest intersection of no matter what marginalized group you can think of also being a child make like children are literally like you can't vote. You, you don't have agency. You have no autonomy whatsoever in the United States of America as a child. So it's like, yeah, but, um, that's really about it. Like the, the, like, the kinky pride situation, like that whole conversation is weird as fuck to me. And it's just like, I don't even care. So I just don't even, I don't really understand it. If I'm being honest. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get it. Like, are you saying that you don't want like leather daddies at pride? Yeah. Because I don't, it's like too yeah. sexy for your kids. Yeah. I don't get it. Like Hooters is cool. Like, yeah, it, it, it gets back into that weird ass thing where it's like anything outside of like, you're perfectly aware of like when it comes to heterosexuality, the full range of possible emotions and experiences when it comes to heterosexual romance. Otherwise you wouldn't show your fucking kids. You know what I mean? Like snow white or like Aladdin or any of that type of shit. When they're fucking four years old and they have a friend of like the opposite sex. And it's like, Oh, is that your little girlfriend? Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. But as soon as you think of anything gay, you immediately think of Dick and booty hole and it's like fam, like, which is fine. I mean, even if that, yeah, even if that's the case, it's fine, but it's like there, it's not even, it's okay to <laughs> just, you can't take five seconds to be like, sometimes boys like other boys or like sometimes girls like other girls. Yeah. Or like it's sometimes it's temporary. Sometimes it's not that black. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, and I'm not like a gender studies person. Uh, yeah, like, I know either. that there's like a million cultures that have a million different versions. That's of what's all cool that about and- Twitch. I'm fucking learning like passively a lot of that just by being surrounded by a lot of those streamers, supporting them and having them support me. But like, yeah, it's the same vibe with that too. Just like sometimes people feel like this, sometimes people feel like that. Like, yeah. you explaining, like, and also feel like I come. I feel like maybe comes down to like people not being able to regulate their own feelings, but like you're literally explaining to this child how to understand the feelings that they have and how to regulate them, which like in in every other scenario that you're fucking doing with your kid. But in that one area, it's weird. 100%. And like, and I'm not trying to make it about me again, but like drawing from personal experience, it's like, from fucking Hagerstown, shit's conservative as fuck. Like at best, you're going to have like Reaganites who like I'm yeah. liberally, you know, I'm I'm socially liberal, fiscally conservative, fiscally conservative. all that bullshit, which yeah. meant that you have like black and gay friends, like you think it's cool, you know, Obama right. three times people, right? Right. But it's like I grew up around gay people, but it was just like it wasn't like a big fucking thing, yeah, because they were just like. People. you know what i mean it's just right. like oh my mom's friend you know oh my mom's friend kevin and that's his husband fucking dave okay wait they're both dudes yeah okay moving on you know what i mean like right. and like and I, just, I went to school in baltimore so it was always way more normalized for me yeah like, i think that it's like having I, classmates like that my mom's hairdresser growing up was yeah. this gay dude dude they're just like i don't know i think that like and I don't know a lot about childhood development stuff. And I'm not going to say that I do. I don't have kids. I've gotten into so many arguments about that bullshit. I don't care about your fucking child specifically. I just don't fucking care about your precious <laughs> angel. I fucking don't. But like Fuck you, them kids. Ugh. But like you have become your shitty parent in the way where like you're not giving your child any agency or any like credit to their intelligence because kids are fucking smart and then Hell like yeah. their parents make them dumb and anxious and depressed. Yeah. But like if you're a, you know what I mean? And so it's like, like from a purely evolutionary perspective, a child's one fucking learning. job is to learn. Yeah, yeah, they're literally just like absorbing everything and like learning. Like if you were on your fucking M like MRA like PUA shit where like men have an inherent need to fuck and like you know spread the odor or whatever like children have are just naturally at all times learning even yeah. when they don't realize they're just they're filling learning. up that brain yeah that's all they're doing their brain their brain is literally <clears throat> growing <laughs> you know like and i'm gonna be real like i know people who have like little ass kids you know and i don't know a single little ass kid who was like made aware that gay people exist and like had an existential crisis. Yeah. Like every single time I hear about people who are like, I'm pulling my kid from public school because they're teaching them about boys and dresses. It's like, that's what? Like, that's whack as fuck. Like you're missing such a good opportunity to like make things so much better by not right. being a bigot like your dad and just being Facts. like, hey, what's up, my kid? Sometimes people like whatever they like and like you'll figure it out later. Just like if anyone makes you feel weird fucking tell somebody and we'll take care of it until then just like it doesn't whatever dude right yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it's just like the wackest shit but like it's people who like aren't are more interested in having a kid that like represents them well or that they mm-hmm. can like live vicariously they need an extension of themselves and they need that child to be a trophy yeah. and like a scoreboard right. for how well they can like further their own like weird like but it's like you're putting Christian that values. above the safety of your kid and other people's kids like, oh yeah you are a, you are a piece or of like shit. the developmental abilities of that kid like it's yeah it's whack it's weird as shit like you are a piece of shit you are a garbage human yeah you suck <laughs> you suck and you're raising your kid bad sorry your kid is probably going to stop speaking to you and yeah. stick you somewhere or your kid's going to go full psycho and shoot up a school but like high key low key even with like the gun shit like my other end on that like i would be down like if we're doing like the whole gun controly regulation yeah. stuff like i definitely think there should be mental health stuff affiliated Absolutely. with legally acquiring a firearm but that conversation goes hand in hand with the medicare for all conversation mm-hmm. right so Whatever it's that. like but then also with that like i would have no issue you know if if the gun stuff because it is kind of whack that like once you get like your license like you don't really renew it that regularly and there's no like regular right. checkup type of stuff well it's mean it that's just an impossible barrier to entry at that point like it's one of those things where if you're a true two air and you believe in everyone's right to bear arms, well, then you should offer people the ability 
to get a mental health evaluation mm-hmm. yeah. that will allow them to purchase a firearm. Yeah, exactly. But it, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. I mean, like, I like the Japanese model from the what I understand of it, where it takes, like, a really long time and they interview, like, a lot of people that you know and they interview you a lot and they do background checks and you have to, like basically like map out in your house like here's where i'm going to keep it here's where i'm going to keep the ammo has to be this far apart here's why i want it like Mm. i think that might be a little excessive but that's fine but like if it was a community built thing that'd be cool yeah but but even within that like i would be completely fine with like gun control being like like a fucking driver's license you know like you just have to renew that shit every couple years but like regularly you know it's like every year you got to go back in you take the fucking test you take the fucking evaluations, you know, I will be down for there being more taxes on gun ownership only. And like, I understand like the classist barrier of having money and that's not really what I'm talking about necessarily, but it's like, if we're not going to acknowledge the fact that like the prevalence of guns will lead to gun violence, like instead of having these bullshit political cases where it's like they're suing fucking Remington because they made the gun, which will never happen. Right. I don't think it would be a bad idea for this not fleshed out idea that I have, I feel you know, like. where it's like, if there was like some sort of like communal pot to an extent where it's like, Oh fuck, you know, like, Oh, you just got like shot at the supermarket. Like instead of having to go through like a 10 year fucking court battle to try and find like culpability, towards like getting some kind of compensation because like now you can't walk anymore like we have like a public fund yeah you could draw funds from that like gun owners are paying into to where it's like that's such a fucking liberal solution to the point like we can't deal with the nazis so we're just gonna have your tax money go towards a fund for if you get shot by a fucking which fucking sucks but i feel like that's like one of the only like realistic solutions as liberal as it is like then, then we would just be like hey yo why why you can't just give me medicare for all well exactly then let's have <laughs> medicare for all honestly like if you're not going to give me medicare for all then like tax the fuck out of gun nuts so then like when a fucking Facts. kid gets fucking blinded by a fucking stray bullet then the parents don't have to like sit in court for seven years and have to deal with like alex jones yeah i honestly see that probably being the only thing that could reasonably happen is just guns get the fuck taxed out of them but someone's trying to tax them a thousand percent that's like going through the like through the senate right now it's not going to pass but oh yeah of course not you know i mean it's all like ceremonial and all that bullshit but it'll like, what'll happen is it's not going to happen right away but the gun lobbyists and shit they'll figure out how to make a bag behind that behind the scenes too and it'll mm-hmm. probably go it would really happen is it just drives the value of guns up well i really think that, that it w- we're going to see something with guns in the next few years what we're seeing right now with oil with fossil fuels mm-hmm. where they can see the writing on the wall that we are moving past the need for fossil fuel. So they're just arbitrarily jacking up the price as high as it can go just yeah. to cash the fuck out. So they can live their last 20 years like in Monaco and right. then be like, fine, fucking switch it to the sun. I don't give a shit. We've already drained the well. I got my bag. Like facts. Y'all dummies paid for it. You see that bullshit where they were trying to do the, um, that bill to make it so that like gas, uh, price gouging is illegal. And it went like straight up party lines, except for four Democrats also. But it passed because of the Democratic majority. Right. But all the Republicans voted no. And That's then like funny. four Democrats, like the shitty, like, you know, like the four you could probably imagine, yeah. all voted like with the Republicans as well. Which has been so fun because I still keep on seeing all the like gas is expensive. Thanks, Joe Biden. And it's like, That's hey, so fucking what about weird. this thing? You know, also like trying to talk to some like, you know, retired like asshole about how the president doesn't control gas prices. Yeah, it's like you're trying to make me like defend Joe Biden, which I'm really not. But like, y'all got to understand that like it wouldn't be any cheaper under Trump. It's because they just literally understand like politics as like high school football. There's oh just yeah, one hundred percent. This team, and you cheer for this team no when matter you what. think it's winning. No matter what, the only wins that like the only way for you to tell where the W's and the L's are is through political commentary, and you're only going to listen to people who say the things you like that like your team is winning 100 percent. it's fucking whack (laughs) that the other team is losing Uh yeah that's all you care about but um the thing i wanted the so with the with the texas stuff and there are obviously like other shootings since then there was what tulsa there's a there's been a shooting every day for the last week something like that i was reading there's been more mass shootings than days in the year as of right now jesus they've been doubling up on some days yeah it's a whole thing uh there was like a philly shooting is that 
because when I think mass shooting, I'm thinking at least. I think it's like more than three bodies. Is it okay? All right. I, there's like a legal definition that I'm for a not while, aware I thought it was right like now. two. I think it's like three like or more. All right. I, I mean, someone can correct me, do it please, but I'm pretty sure it's like three or more bodies or three or more hurt is a mass shooting. Yeah, because the other thing is like, for me, there's a difference between like... I think it has to be like in public, in air quotes. It can't be like you roll up to someone's house and kill the family. I was just about to say that. If it's like beef... It's not no beef don't count. Yeah. Well, beef would count if like you roll up to like the restaurant or the bar that they're like at. FBG duck or some shit like that. Yeah. And like, like I think that would still be a mass shooting. Like if I was out hunting you, but you were like you know at a fucking bar, and then I just like shot into it and like sprayed a bunch of people. Or like me and the team were at the bar, and you killed only us and no one else. That would still, I guess, technically I think be a, so. Like if my my squad was like we were like six deep, you know what I mean? And and they all jumped in front of you in succession, and the bullets all curved. <laughs> <laughs> you killed all six of us. That's technically a mass shooting. I think that that's. I think it's like three or more people has to be in public or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's been a lot of them, and it's uh fucked up, and it's fucking whack. But um, because the, the Texas thing is going to get a lot of attention, and there's going to be a lot. There's still a lot of fallout from it. Yeah, for sure. The funny takeaways from it that I really wanted to discuss with you because they're fucking ridiculous. One is like the door, like this door discussion that's oh, happening. Oh, there needs to be only one way in and one way out. Yeah. Which is the like silliest Like fire codes shit. don't exist anymore. Yeah, the that silliest That was so shit. sick when they were chas- chasing Ted Cruz around and he's like one of the biggest NRA recip- like money recipients like in the fucking American like political establishment right now. Right. He's also like the biggest oil money guy too. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, surprise, he's just a piece of shit. Fuck Ted yeah. Cruz. But like he fucking was like uh the the issue here isn't guns. Every time he got interviewed, every interview I've seen with him since the shooting, he's like it's not about guns. You're making it political. It's about doors. It's about there needs to be more doors and more access points because the cops have just been lying. Also, like the Uvalde cops have just been like lying oh, every yeah. day they, yeah. about what happened and just like flip flopping constantly, mm-hmm. which is wild as shit because nothing's ever going to happen to these people. Oh, yeah. They have no reason to. Or they threatened to arrest one of the mothers from like talking to the fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they're whack. But the, they, they were running in to get their own kids. Well, they said no. They said that they were going to arrest parents who were like going to the press about like being like outside that day and like what the cops were doing. Oh, well that doesn't surprise me. Exactly. Well, you know, they're assholes, but yeah, well uh, the door was locked and no one could get in and they had to find a teacher who could open up the door. And then there was like, you know, some like Alex Jones shit I was listening to where they brought some like tool bag cop dude on there, you know? And Mm -hmm. he was like, every cop needs to have door busters. Every cop needs to be able to knock down any door at all times. Like, you're just going to breach the fucking door while this guy is in there with an AR-15 and 20 children. You're in there with fucking breach charges and like shotgun shells yeah. and, sh- and snipe rifles like his Rainbow Six. The cops already have all that yeah, shit. Yeah, they already have the gear. They're just fucking they're just <laughs> pussies. Yeah. Like, I love all of, like the people going through all the old like Uvalde Police Department like Facebook posts and being yeah. like... What's up with all this like fucking Tom Glancy gear that you guys are afraid to use because you're fucking pussy? And it's weird to me because people are like, come on, guys, these pictures are from two years ago. And it's like, yeah, you think yeah. The, they've been demilitarized. The police have been demilitarized. You think that none of those people were around? Like, I'm pretty sure two years ago, if you gave me a bunch of guns and sick gear and like all this training, I wouldn't have forgotten. Right. Yeah. So either you're saying that they have no idea how to use the shit that they've already had oh, for wait, decades. Oh, wait, it's just like psycho right wing people with cool toys that they don't know how to yeah. use and they're just big pussies at the end of right. the day. That's what I'm saying is that you're either that or you're in the right wing psycho camp where you're like, no, all that shit has been taken away in just in the last two years since Joe Brandon's been made president, oh, since yeah. he stole the election. Yeah, he stole the election and stole their gums, but the mainstream media won't tell you right. that Here, the fucking here's death what the squad mainstream came media in and they stole you. all of it. Yeah, fuck you. It's, <laughs> it's honestly like... I don't feel vindicated in like having spent like my entire like teen and adult life, like calling cops, like stupid pussies with like piss in their (laughs) pants. But it's like more and more we're seeing like just examples and I'm not giving them any credit, but like, let's be very real. Right. If we're being completely honest, Mm -hmm. being a cop in America is easy as fuck. And you're actually going to do the job that like the propaganda says that you do. Oh, is fucking terrifying. Oh yeah. You're like, that's, that's why the police act the way that they do is because fear becomes anger and anger becomes hate. 
right? Doesn't hate also then become suffering? <laughs> like you got to <laughs> yeah. finish it, I Yoda. mean, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But like dead ass though, like, because Michael A. Wood Jr., who was on BPD and did all this, like the talks like Vice and shit after the Freddie Gray stuff happened, explains this where every fucking hog, even though they're just like in the car taking naps and shit, if they're in specific parts of specific neighborhoods, they feel that way. Like they're doing cop shit. And it's only logical if you're in constant fear, you can't live in constant fear. It's going to, you're going to transmute that emotion as something else, Dude, I mean, which like, becomes anger. Even if I was the easiast thing to transmute that the into. easiest way to do it. Then yeah. you don't, even if like I wasn't ideologically opposed to like the existence of the American police as they stand, mm-hmm. I would never be a fucking cop. And I would, and the same thing with yeah. the fucking military. I would never join the fucking military. Yeah, that shit's not. Because it's fucking scary. Like, I'm not even trying to, like, front and, like, be tough or whatever. Like, it is fucking scary. Like, if someone, like, and again, yeah. like, if we're going off of, like, what we're taught as children from, like, cartoons and action movies of, like, what cops do, right? There's a bad guy in a building with a gun, and you got to go in and save people. Fuck that. That's fucking scary. So, like, yeah. You know, like it, it's it's whack that like there's no and I'm not whatever like it's whack that there's no police training in America. It's whack that we just get these like dudes who can't run fucking seven blocks being like these protectors of. Oh, the they community. got training. They got hella training. But it's just that killology f- bullshit where they're literally training you to kill people. But even though yes, that too. But then also <laughs> like the police union is so strong you can't get fucking fired. So yeah. that's why these old dudes just like retire off of like. There's so many just old guys who are cops. Like I'm in the city. All day. I see these fucking roly-poly, humpty-dumpty-ass fucking Baltimore police officers that are around. They're not going to chase down anything. They're going to fucking put two in your spine if they can even hit you without hitting, like, seven people on the way. Right. You know? And, like, it's just fucking whack. Like, this is what I, like, legitimately don't understand from, like, a police aren't bad guys perspective, right? I, I don't understand this. You can look at the raw numbers. You can look at the raw data and see how cops are ineffective. If you legitimately think that there needs to be police, why the fuck are you not the loudest person who is calling for, like, police education reform to get actual, like, athlete dudes who can fucking shoot and do their fucking job right. effectively? It's also just straight there. up ahistorical. Like, no matter what fucking like historical event like uprising type shit you're looking at that's like your favorite shit that you get horned up when you think about and like call yourself a history buff because you know shit about the police are literally the bad guys at all fucking yeah, they're always times the bad guys. cops are always the bad guys yeah like i but but your you're uncle like, who's on the force is not john mcclain yeah but it's like it's different because now is now but back then was back then so yeah. the cops were bad back then but they're good now no your cop isn't Sean Connery walking the beat. Like, sorry, dude. Like this, this just like, isn't some like Al Capone, you know, fucking shit. Like it's not Blue bloods fucking. Yeah, dude. Like your dad isn't Tom Selleck. Your dad is a guy who steals high schoolers. weed, uses racial slurs and doesn't do his paperwork properly. And like sells the guns that he yeah. charges people with. Like it's fucking, you know, like it's like the, we own this city stuff. Like we haven't, we've only watched the first episode. We should watch more of that soon. Yeah. That'd be fun to do like a full recap of that. But it's like, I don't know, even like, not like I didn't grow up in Baltimore, but like I, even in my fucking small town, we all knew the cops are fucking shitty. Yeah. Right. But there's nothing you can fucking do it's about like it. General consensus. That was just like a thing that happened. Like half yeah. the reason why, like in high school, you didn't want to get fucking pulled over by the cops. Wasn't because you were afraid you were going to get booked on drug charges. It was because the cops were going to just fucking steal your weed. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Facts. that's just like what it was. But yeah. also it's like, that's just like part of the game. It's like some cutty shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, Fuck that's yeah. just charging to the game. game. Yeah. That literally is just it. Like it's that fucking- happened to me the first time. I can't even tell you how fucking anxious I was the first time that that happened. And it was GTTF. Like, uh, people. Wayne fucking Jenkins. It looked like that dude. He fucking they they pulled up because it was a chain. B. It was off my yeah. It was off my name. Wayne's na- off the chain. B. <laughs> Wayne's off the chain. It was in the neighborhood I grew up in. It was in Relay. I'd moved out like a year or two before that, but I was like, police don't go there. We can sit in my car and smoke a blunt over there not my car but the homie's car so we're smoking and the car is like hot box like scooby-doo like completely fogged we're like like four or five rows into this blunt like it's like halfway gone so the car is completely milked out 
and the police come. We just see the red and blue lights through the fog, like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. And the cop just sticks his head in the window, right? Mans rolls the window down, and the smoke falls out of the window as he's rolling the window down. I'm just like, we're going to jail. I'm about to get fucked in the booty hole. I'm going to get raped in jail. Then I'm going to get go to prison. I'm going to get raped in prison. Like, I was going full fucking Tommy, like Tom from Boondocks. Mm-hmm. And, um... Nah, he just stuck his head in the car and like slurped up a big old gulp of like milk from the inside of the car. Oh God. I was like, damn. Then talked, walked back, talked to his partner for a minute, asked for our wallets, didn't ask for our IDs, asked for our wallets. We all gave him our wallets and the weed and shit that we had, blunts, all that. He walked back to the squad car and came back 10 minutes later and was like, yeah, you'll get citations in the mail. And he had just beat us for all of our cash and all of our bud and blunts. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that fucking like makes sense. And, but like, dude, I don't know. Like, that's just like how it was like growing up. I don't know. And it's also like, it's wild how like, it's like a generational thing. I feel like everyone younger than us will recognize like cops aren't shit. Like they're like a yeah. shitty bully gang. They suck. They are literally a gang. Yeah. They're just like a shitty gang of fucking. Like, and if you think that's hyperbole, there's actual gangs in multiple different police departments and like state troopers and sheriff's oh, departments around dude. the country. I was listening. There's to, GTTF. There's like the banditos and shit in California. Yeah. The LA, the LA County guys, the, the sheriff's department. So yeah. like, um, I was listening to, I think it was Chapo or something. Also, GTTF stands for Gun Trace Task Force. Yeah, Gun Trace Task Force. Sorry. In case you didn't know that. Because she didn't know that fucking idiots. But like, <laughs> no, like there's a, um, like, there's a, like that huge fucking gang of cops out in the LA County Sheriff's Department. And they're all like, they're a neo-Nazi fucking gang. And like, there was some dude who was on like Chapo talking about like the LA elections and stuff and how like. There's like three people who are like in this gang, just like running for sheriff. And so like, it's like, Oh yeah. But it's like, there's nothing you can fucking do about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's just like the wildest shit. And it's so fucking, it's just fucked up how like completely corrupt and like, if you wrote movies about that shit, people would be like, that's that's too wild. That's too nuts. Also, it's like nuts to think about like, like, it's like know. imagine Sons of Anarchy, but instead of bikers, they're all cops. They're all cops. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, but that's I don't know. I that was something too. Like, like when I moved to the city, moved to the Bell Foundry, like Black Gorilla Family was like running that neighborhood, mm-hmm. and that was the safest I ever felt in that neighborhood because a gang legitimately controlled that neighborhood. They made sure there was no outside crime, so the cops didn't come in, so they could just like sell their drugs sell their process you know they just they did their shit they kept it all in house and it was chill as fuck and then as soon as they got rid of the fucking gang and then the neighborhood just went to fucking free fall and i'm not doing a whole like baltimore's gone to shit but it's like oh yeah after black gorilla family left station north that's the only time my car started getting broken into i was getting fucking jumped like shit was actually happening once there was no like game protection in these neighborhoods because like the cops don't fucking protect you oh the cops are there to shake you down yeah like (laughs) and then talking about that like from people who like my family members or people who don't live in baltimore who didn't live in like a neighborhood that was like that it's like dude i don't know what to fucking tell you but like i live like that's just like how it was like it's it's so weird because it's like what do you think the cops do here but that's also the thing too is like when I talk to fucking been out here like more and more of them for decades, cops don't prevent crime. Yeah. They do. They respond to it. Yeah. And even then they don't do anything. What is it? Like 5% of crimes get solved. Like it's like some wildly low number where it's like, they don't do anything. Mm -hmm. They give you fucking paperwork to fill out and they say, they'll call you later. And they're like, Oh, we couldn't find someone who stole your fucking cell phone, you know? Right. And that's like the people who talk about like unreported crime and shit. Like insurance. Why the fuck more. would I? Like honestly, why the fuck would I? And go through the trouble to report my cell phone getting stolen when y'all are gonna show up. I'm not gonna a- do anything. Investigate me probably and fucking yeah. just ask me a bunch of weird ass, wild ass questions that don't have shit to do with why I called you. Then tell me leave me your business card and tell me you'll look into it and never talk to me ever again. And I just call the fucking phone company and use my insurance to get another phone anyway. Well it's like 
I've been around like people two or three times who've had like their fucking perks just like purse just like snatched like oh yeah in fucking like Mount Vernon like on Charles Street you know what I mean like yeah, that kind of shit of course. and it's like you call the fucking cops the cops show up and you're just like I don't know some guy who we didn't see because he pushed her over took her fucking purse and ran that way and I guess we have to call you for some reason in case he like decides to leave it in a public place. Or yeah, you know if this mean? person has your ID, they have your address now. You know. Yeah, I mean? and so it's like I don't know what the fuck you're gonna do now, dude. But like, this is your job. Ju- like, are you gonna help me or I like pay what? you to do this? And they're like, oh, if we find something, we'll let you know, dude. The like one of the wildest things, like, so the last time that I OD'd, like a cop showed up because it was like on Charles Street in the middle of the day. Damn. Yeah, and like, and of course I'm like out the whole time but apparently like the cop tried to fucking like break into my phone to like oh, see yeah, who i that. got my shit from mm-hmm. and then like while i was like because i had got fucking like narcan so i'm kind of like in and out of like dream state and apparently the cop kept on like getting in my face like with my phone like, i was gonna say trying actually... to get me to fucking like do my code oh damn yeah trying to get that me, like far. while i'm like all drugged up to like open up my phone like to get me to like look at it so then he could take it out of my hands yeah. like go through my shit and I like was gonna say, see who my connect was but that's like, actually like a security it's a it's tool of convenience but it's a major security risk biometrics with like your phones and shit because oh, if you're going to a protest turn off that. your fucking face shit yeah they will and your if, even if yeah that. if you're unconscious or you're dead they can still use your thumbprint they can still use your facial recognition like oh yeah like big shout to the fucking the ambulance workers because they like told the cop to fuck off. Damn. Oh yeah. That's yeah. What's up. Like because my roommates were like, "Yo, what the fuck are you?" Like my roommates. As well, because like, like EMS are really everything that cops pretend. EMS are doing what the police think they're doing. And firefighters. And firefighters. Firefighters are the yeah. first one to respond to a fucking OD. Yeah. You know, and so it's like or fire or like the fire the the fire medic people because there's like yeah, a whole separate. They're the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, the first time I OD'd, it was all like the fire department people. They were really chill. They, they got kind of preachy. The one guy was like, hey, I get it. You're a drug addict. My wife wants me to smoke, stop smoking cigarettes. And I was like, all right, Tyler, yeah. you need to stop, you right. know? But like, yeah, like when I fucking, um, when I OD'd at the bar and shit, like, you know, my, uh, the people I was with were like, dude, what are you doing to the cop? And he like, wouldn't listen. And then it took like the people who like had me on the fucking gurney. We're like, can you get the fuck out of here, dude? <laughs> and then he just like stood behind the ambulance, to, like wait for me to get out to like ask me who I got my drugs from. But it's like, it, you know what I mean? And right. so it's like, I came out and like this fucking cop like started like grilling me. And when I like got out of the ambulance and was like, where'd you get it from? Who'd you get it from? Do you have any more? And like my response was like, did you not like check my pocket? Like, you know, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And he was like, what should I? And I was like, no, don't fucking touch me, dude. And then like went to walk inside, like to, you know, like, just like to walk back inside the bar. And he was like, who gave it to you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, da, 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 da. And I was like, I don't know, man. He was like, what do you mean? You don't know. And I was like, I'm fucked up. Like, I don't know. Like I knew who it was. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's like, what I don't know. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to do your job I'm for you. I'm super intoxicated. I can't talk. To you. you know what I mean? I right. made this whole thing. And like, <laughs> I'm too high to talk officer, you know, but it was like the wackest shit. Like cops, cops ain't shit. Uh, we have, we have a little bit of time before in the episode to keep it on time. I want to bring up something that I found out today that I think you're going to find very funny. <laughs> um, oh wait, the last thing, uh, to end the, the Texas thing, the, not the funny thing, the dichotomy of like the discussion of like the purpose of teachers, you know? Cause like up until you've all day, the right wing has been very much like, uh, teachers are pedophiles. They're groomers. Oh yeah, they're fuck liberals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, we need to pull our kids from public schools. We but need not to, give them guns so they can protect. But the now kids. it's yeah. we need to give them guns to protect our children. And it's like, well, what is it? Are your kid? Are your kids being like constantly like brainwashed by Satanists who want to like toss their salads while like turning them against you and your country, or? Are they like the sacred protectors who are going to help them from like a mentally ill trans person with a gun? That's also yeah. the wild thing, dude. Alex Jones, like for at least an episode or two, was just calling the Uvalde shooter trans. 
Oh, that was a thing. Oh, that was a 4chan hoax. Yeah. Yeah, people on 4chan that was like, a thing. Were, were circulating pictures of like the Uvalde shooter like in a skirt and being like, it's trans, it's a whole thing. Oh, and no, they, fucking, got a pic- they got pictures of a completely different unrelated person. Yeah. And yeah. said that it was- God, I hope yeah. that that person also sues oh, Alex Jones. They, yeah, that I'm, I have a feeling that person's going to sue a lot of people because there was like retractions because of how horny people, you know, like- Yeah, oh, I know. The people know. were horny to have the first- First transgender mass shooter. You oh, 100%. I mean? They like, need it. They yeah. need it because it will fill this like very weird agenda. And let me, okay. It's just even, like women mass shooters, like when that one woman shot up Google or whatever mm-hmm. a few years ago. Like, even if there was a transgender mass shooter, it would be the exception that defined the rule. Exactly. That white Then man, that's one versus what, 27,000, right. but still that's There's going like to be the one. There's like four women mass shooters, fam. Like, it's going to be the one that's <laughs> going to bring back the back to Africa discussion being seriously contemplated because there's a fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I did that with uh, John Carroll. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, I understand. But I'm just saying like, we're going to get, we're going to get some crazy ass like proposed legislation. The first time there's like a super gay dude who like goes full Dorner. And it'll happen eventually. Like, statistically, it will happen. Oh, yeah. You know? Because now that it's okay to be trans, everyone's now trans and gay. One of my favorite things. Because like, the kids there were, are making people There trans. weren't gay people when I was a kid. No, there were. They were just, they were just very secretive about it because yeah. people like you would have killed them. Exactly. They just knew not to show that side of themselves to yeah, you. Yeah, because so. your grandfather would have, like raped them but not in a gay way and then killed them because that's how erasure exists in america yeah you would have got boys don't cried yeah honestly you would have just gotten killed <laughs> like that's just how it it's is. just like the people who are visible minorities you attack and if you have the option to not subject yourself to that violence why the fuck would you yeah fuck yeah it's fucking whack all right speaking of whack we got five minutes left the wackest <laughs> thing i heard about the wackest thing today and it's so funny guess who is marjorie taylor green's newest i heard yeah that's right yeah fuck that guy he's not gay anymore so it's cool i heard he got conversion therapy yeah or some shit like no, he's that. chasing the conservative bag it's, oh yeah it's wild i mean he always was but now he's on that like formerly gay tip. that's such a uh, like honestly it's a perfect grift because he can just put up the charade and be like, oh, yeah, uh, boobies, a vagina. Yeah, I totally love that. And still just like get hella dick and just do it on the low. Oh, and just the king of like the Republican down low guys. Right. But yeah, but even if he gets caught, he can just be like, oh, I relapsed. I, I relapsed. I yeah, relapsed. I, relapsed. On dick. I, relaxed right. on I had dick. a dick relapsed. Yeah. I had a cum relapse. Don't, don't, I'm addicted to pain. Like, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> now, Milo is like, king troll credit where credit's due king troll i mean like he sucks everything he stands for sucks he's terrible but he is a very good he's troll. not though there's not shit original about him no he's, not at all he's but so just, mid he is mid but he has <laughs> he has elevated his midness to a point where everyone knows who he is he did it like if the ends justify the mean style he sucks everything he does sucks it is all wacky he's, he's one like of, tucker max mid where it's just like i feel like it's not so much him but just like other people who decided to prop him up there for no reason at either 100 percent. well it's because he was he did the fucking the gay conservative thing he did when it was like it wasn't noteworthy that he was like a gay Breitbart dude talking about Dave how gay Rubin people is the are only icky. person, the only other person in that lane. He's a fucking idiot. So isn't Peter Thiel gay also? Is Peter Thiel gay? Or do people just call him gay? I don't even, I don't even, I didn't know very little about, like very little about Peter Thiel. And he is like, he funds all the like conservative. I've everything. heard crypto bros name drop him, but I mm-hmm. don't know shit about him. Andrew, um, is Peter Thiel officially gay? Yes. <laughs> can you like is he like out of the closet yes. do we just out him happy pride we outed you peter <laughs> but also if, you, if you want to give us like a lot of money like we will we just will me, follow your agenda. just give me 20 bands and yeah. you'll never hear from me again we need more than that. <laughs> like not to copy like the come town joke i was talking about me personally but yeah um, you're we, worth, we're, we as a you, team you're worth more than that <laughs> that was like also a come town joke where, i can where they're like for 10 million dollars i'll talk about how fucking student loans are like your responsibility and you're the one <laughs> Like fuck you, you know nah, what I mean? I'm not doing none of that. That's what I'm saying. You for ten pay, million, pay me twenty bands for my silence. For ten million, I'll do it. If I'll, you want I'll be me, silent. if you're paying me for propaganda, we're gonna have to talk. Some there's gonna be have to few be a few more zeros That's behind what I'm that saying. one. No. But no, I mean, like he infiltrate. I mean, it's like the Koch brothers. He's like infiltrated everything in like popular culture, and he just throws his money in the right places. So it's like, I mean, there's rumors that like a lot of like the really big podcasts that stopped being so radically left are getting 
that Peter Thiel money. No yeah. bullshit. Yeah. You know, just like through like the millions of fucking like shell companies and like shell organizations and fucking, you know, donor pools and all this stuff. Like, you know, you just start getting all this money and the next thing you know, you're, you know, talking about how like maybe we should be nicer to these people or maybe, you know, fossil fuels aren't the yeah. worst thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. I've seen Co- it play out. But that's the same thing that the fucking Koch brothers do. Like you just get these like hyper rich people who are like, uh, what if we talk about how like public transportation isn't that cool? <laughs> oh, you, oh you actually should have cars yeah oh wait are you promoting like single use like uh private vehicles that's great oh by the way just so you know um here's like i'll be attending uh your your next fundraising dinner and i hope you don't mind if i if i give you a twenty thousand dollar check is that okay <laughs> right. thank you you know what i mean like that's how that works <laughs> you Facts. know but no um yeah no like the the homosexual conservative thing is like a very interesting lane like i also like as a white dude i find black conservatives to be utterly fascinating but i don't want to like tokenize them and like and they're fascinating to me too i was just talking i was telling you about that earlier when we walked into the liquor store yeah fucking yeah for me not for kevin kevin doesn't drink (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no like all that stuff is like they got the butter beam fucking uh they got the butterball turkey they do yeah the the shout out to my liquor store they do have good snacks cheap snacks good snacks um, if you're not annoying, they will spot you on the buck or two. If you're like, ah, oh, man, you know, yeah, <laughs> two bucks short on my beef jerky. Like, hey, give me tomorrow. You'll be back. They know I'll be back. Right. I'm the only reason they got twisted teeth. That motherfucker. Um, damn. Well, I don't know that for sure, but I know that I, I go there more than when, more than anybody else. And if, if, yeah, like it, it's <laughs> a whole thing. I have luckily two spots within walking distance and have twisted teeth tallies. I'm All trying cans. to see if they get, if I can get that dude, the other dude to get dab stuff. The dude is like, I get anything. You oh want. yeah. The guy, the, yeah. 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 So there's a, um, we'll end this on very fun. Some, some local news, <laughs> some shitty DH gate, like dude. sweet looking dab rigs. Yeah. There's like a, like a, a cigarette spot, like convenience store, mini Mart that opened up like around the corner from the house. Like on Greenmount, and the guy's really fucking nice who who works it and shit. And I went in there to get, I got kind of like finessed by one of like the houseless people who who runs around the neighborhood, you know. And so she kind of like she didn't trick me, but she kind of like got me into it's like fine, I'll, I'll buy you a fucking pack of cigarettes. She's like chill out, you know. Right. I did argue with her about the price of a subway sandwich, and it was very funny because I was like walking down the street. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, you yeah, told me about this. That yeah, was funny as shit. Because she was like. You know, she was hanging out outside of the fucking Ace and like crying or whatever and made eye contact. And I was like, I don't got shit. And I was coming back for the liquor store and I had my bag. And she was like, come on, man. Like, give me something. And I was like, yo, I got a buck. And she's like, dude, buy me a fucking grilled cheese from hip hop. And I was like, they got grilled cheese at hip hop? Hell yeah. Hip hop, chicken and fish, if you if you don't know. That one, that spot's been closed for a minute. I don't know why the fuck she would say But that was like, my thing. So I was like, first of all, they have grilled cheese. Second of all, that place is open. Right. And so we, I was like, fine. I was like, dude, if they have grilled cheese at hip hop, I'll get you one because now I want one. Right. You know? Right. And so I walked over and then I was like, that place is fucking closed, dude. What are you talking about? And so she has this fucking meltdown. And I'm like, yo, chill the fuck out. Like, chill out. You want something else? I'll go to the fucking liquor store, buy you fucking. I'll go to Seven Eleven. We'll get a bunch of fucking rollers. Like I don't fucking care. <laughs> and she's like, "Yo, uh, uh, if I can't get that, will you get me Subway?" And I'm thinking Subway, five dollar foot long. Sure, I don't give a shit. And she's like, "Well, can you also give me money for fucking smokes?" And I was like, "No, no way." And she's like, "Well, if you're gonna pick one or the other, I'd rather have cigarettes because then I can smoke them and then I can sell them and make money for more food." And I was like, uh, "I appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit, but like." That's a lot more money than a fucking a Subway sandwich. And she was like, well, either way, they're going to be like $12. And I was like, bitch, what do you buy at Subway that's $12? $12 is a lot. That's a lot Subway. of money at fucking Subway. Like, are you getting double meat, double cheese? Like, are you getting like four? Like, what are you the fucking combo. doing? The combo and is she's, still only like six fifty. But she's $7. laughing at me while I'm just like interrogating her. Like, how the fuck are you going? Are you getting like two cookies? Like, what the right. fuck are you getting? That? The combo your, of cookies, extra like, meat. You know, and not to be an asshole, but it's like, if you're fucking like houseless and you're like begging for fucking money, Yet you want a fucking like a more expensive subway finesse. sandwich than like right. people I know who make like fucking six digits. Like, what are you fucking talking about? And so we ended up, you know, she was like, cigarettes or a thing. I was like, fuck it, I'll get you cigarettes. I don't care. So we go to the, I think it's called like Raven Mart or something, the place across the street from Kitty's. And the dude was super fucking chill, super nice, super chill. He like introduced himself to me. I'm new to the neighborhood. Like, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for coming in. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like, I got you. And I asked him for fucking whippets and he didn't know what the fuck whippets were. <laughs> and so I had to kind of like through language barrier, like explain what whippets were. Yeah. And he was like, dude, if you show me what this is, I'll fucking buy them 
if you're going to come buy them from me because like i want people to come to my fucking store right you know and then like that opened up this whole like world of possibilities where it's like oh damn we can like ground floor go in here and be like get these fucking blunt wraps get these fucking rolling papers turn that spot into a headshot dude honestly just like everything that we like just like shit where it's like Oh, like, here's the snacks I like. Here's the fucking, you know, like, the grocery bullshit. Like, if you get right. these chips, if you get this fucking kind of whip it, if you get, like, this dab rig stuff, like. Make a hood head shop. Just, like, none of the sharp stone shit that's, like, I'm not trying to pay $60 for a grinder. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you right now, if that dude got whippets and poppers, he'd make so much fucking yeah. money. Because you can't get poppers this side of town. Yeah, that's true. You, you got to go to the block or you got to go down mm-hmm. to fucking uh, False Point. And the closest head shop to here is in fucking Hamden. I yeah, think nobody like Voodoo Glass. Yeah. yeah nobody people from here don't go to Hamden. No, if you and could. vice if, versa. If, fuck, on 33rd and Greenmount, if you could get fucking poppers, dab rig stuff, and fucking like uh, fucking whippets. And the place is actively being gentrified. So like if he hangs in there. Oh, like, if he can survive. Solid like two or three years and oh. has that shit, he will make gangbusters. I mean, even off my fucking whip it habit, he'll make fucking <laughs> rent. <laughs> I'll keep you afloat, baby. All right. Well, that's the episode. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, I guess uh, episodes are coming out a little irregular right now, but that's just because Andrew's been working. You know? Yeah. We all have shit to do, but it's LA pride. So, you know, when your producer has like a real job on top of this bullshit, Facts. we're at the whims of whatever Lil' Kim wants to do. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So it's Lil' Kim's world. It is Lil' Kim's she world. She is the queen bee. I'm just living in it. Um, but so yeah, if you thank you for listening to the show. We really do appreciate it. Um, if you like the show, please tell your friends, like and subscribe if you haven't already. Please give us a good rating. Five stars would be preferred. Um, we have a Patreon, five bucks a month, get an extra episode every week, access to the Discord chat. Um, you can find us on all social media platforms from there. You can find the individual profiles for myself, Kevin, and super producer Andrew. Kevin has his uh, Twitch streaming career, Endless Cemetery, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 to 12 in in asterisks on that. And then has all of his, like, I think there's, like, the YouTube and everything happening now, right? Yeah, That's I like have. going to be. And everything, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm, like, writing and doing B-roll and stuff for my upcoming YouTube stuff. Because low-key, the plan is to, like, basically I've encountered what Twitch politics actually is. And it's fucking goofy. And I don't want to be associated with it. So all my political stuff is going to live in essay format on YouTube. And I'm just going to go back to playing fighting games on stream. And if you want to come hang out with me and talk politics, I'll do that. But yeah, getting kind of burnt out with the the news and shit just for people to come in and like spam snake emojis and shit on my shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it sounds <laughs> like a way more pleasant evening than trying to deal with all these people. But anyway, Excellent. that's for the other side of the paywall. Bye.